Welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I know there are a lot of English learning podcasts out there, and it means so much that you chose to listen to this one. If I could ask a favor from you, please leave a rating and a review. It really helps other people find the channel. Once again, thank you so much and enjoy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today, I am in the town of Scottsdale, Arizona. We would call this an old-timey town, not a modern town. This is a town that's trying to look like it did a couple hundred years ago. So I thought, let's walk around this old-timey town, learn some English, maybe see some sights, just in case you ever want to visit Scottsdale, Arizona. First thing you might want to do when you get to Scottsdale is get a cup of coffee. So I saw a coffee shop just down here a little bit. Let's see if we can get a cup of coffee. Looks like there's a place called Yellow Spruce. Spruce is a type of tree and it looks like they serve gelato and coffee. So. Uh, Let's go try to order a cup of coffee. All right, Yellow Spruce Roasters. It looks like they have hot, cold coffee, some gelato. Okay, if you're from Italy, maybe I should say it authentically. Gelato, gelato. All right, see, it's a little cold, so maybe we should get a hot coffee. Looks like they have small and medium, maybe? 12 ounce, 16 ounce? All right, so let's get a small hot chocolate. Switch it up. Uh, well, actually, that machine there, what would I have to order? Oh, that's an espresso machine. All right, so let's get an ex- Okay, let's do a mocha. Let's do a cafe mocha. 12 ounce? Yes, please, 12 ounce. No, I think that'll do it. Put the camera right here. Get out the get out the wallet. Pay with the card. Really <laughs> oh, thanks. In a place like this, where it takes some time to make the coffee, you should probably leave a little tip. That's what we do in the United States. We, we leave a little tip for good work. It looks so bad right now. And what's your name? 
Ashley. Ashley. That's Ashley. So when you come to Yellow Spruce Roasters, ask for Ashley. I've heard she makes the best cafe mocha in Scottsdale. Is that true? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has said that at some point. No pressure, Ashley. <laughs> no pressure. What do you call that machine? Uh, well, the whole thing is an espresso machine, but this part is a steamer, so oh. it's a steaming wand. Steamer wand. So it's to make, it's to heat up the milk and also froth it, um, so it can have that nice velvety texture that's in lattes and stuff like that. Hi guys. Do you own Yellow Spruce Roasters? Uh, no, no, the guy who is in here um, oh, yeah. with the with the long hair and the yep. beard, he owns it. Oh, okay. He looks pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Working on uh, all sorts of stuff and getting another uh, location okay. set up, actually. Right, so there'll be two locations of Yellow Spruce Roasters. Must mean they're doing really good business. Okay, what's that for you? All right, thank you, Ashley. Yeah, no All right, let me put my card back in my wallet, and then let's go for a little walk. We'll grab our cafe mocha. All right, we'll see. Uh, We'll see what else is uh, there to see in Scottsdale, Arizona. Wait, should I take a sip of this right now, or is it too hot? Let's see, maybe I'll burn my mouth. Like I said, even though I'm in Arizona, it is quite cool now. It's in between sweatshirt and t-shirt weather. When I'm in the shade, like I am now, well, I'm in the shade now. The sun isn't hitting me right now. It's a little cool. When I go out into the sun, it's a little warmer. So t-shirt weather when I'm out in the sun, sweatshirt weather when I'm in the shade. But take a look at this church over here. Pretty cool. And it looks like they're setting up for, I'm here on a Friday and it looks like something will be going on this weekend because they are setting up, English phrasal verb there for you, they're setting up for something this weekend. Guess what? It's really good coffee, but it's actually pretty hot, so I need to set it down so I don't burn my fingers. Ooh. Give my fingers a rest. I wonder if they have uh, sleeves for the cup. I could put a sleeve on that cup. I went back and got a sleeve for my coffee. Now I don't have to worry about burning my fingers. All right, it looks like there's a bar. No, 
a saloon. So that's an old timey word for a bar, like of the old west. And then this is called the Rusty Bar Saloon. And it looks like there's live music. Pretty cool. I'm not gonna go in there right now, but I thought you'd like to see that. Still have my coffee. It might be a little too early in the morning to, to drink alcohol, so we'll stick with the coffee. There's also something in English called window shopping, and we're going to do a lot of window shopping today. Window shopping is when you don't have money to buy something, you just look at things through the window, and uh, that's what we're gonna do right now. But you can see this is uh, maybe a country western store. They sell lots of clothing that we might call Old West clothing. A time period in the United States, maybe in like 1850 or before the year 1850, we would call that the Old West. Lots of boots, lots of spurs. That bar was uh, called the Rusty Spur. And a spur is what cowboys and cowgirls wear on their boots at the bottom of their boot on their heel it's sharp and they will kick the horse to make it go faster probably pretty cruel but uh i think life as a cowboy or a cowgirl is pretty rough and they have cowboy hats over here too made in the USA. And this store is called Shades of the West Silver. Cowboy wanted. That might mean they're looking for help. They're looking for people to work there. Oh, let's see a picture of a spur. That's a spur. All right, looks like back in 1921, that saloon was actually a bank. What else do we have here? Hey, the Arizona state flag. And look at that, that's called Frontier Town. This looks like the real deal. This looks like some real old time stuff. But looks like a lot of the places might be closed. Ooh, psychic tarot readings. So you can go in there, pay some money, and a psychic could tell you your future. That's if you believe in that kind of stuff. Hey, uh, one thing you might see, in a lot of U.S. stores. 
On the outside, they might have a sign that says no public restrooms. That means if you want to use the bathroom in that store or that restaurant, you have to buy something. All right, these postcards, one quarter. So what do you say? I buy this postcard, leave in the comments section something that says, I want a postcard. Just mention postcard, and then I will draw a winner on a later live lesson. How about that? What do you say we go into a place called Mexican Imports? So if something is an import, it means it was brought into the United States from a different country. This country happens to be Mexico. We're not too far from the Mexican border. Let's go inside and see what they have. That's my favorite section of any store, the candy section. So that please ask for assistance, it means don't grab any of that stuff yourself. Ask someone who works here at the store. You break, you pay. That means if you were touching it and you broke it, you have to buy it now. You have to pay for it. So be very careful when you're in a store with breakable things. Things that are easily broken, we call them breakable. anything I don't want to break it and have to pay for it remember we're just window shopping today another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help for your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
We might call those koozies. You can put those on a can or a bottle, and it will keep your drink cold. These are coasters. If you hear something called a coaster, you can put it down on a table and then put your drink on top of that and it won't leave wet marks on the table. Right. I think we're just about out of here. No, it's okay. Oh, fairly busy store, but I need to go grab my coffee over here. I stuck it in the ashtray. It was the only flat space around here. This is good coffee. I hope nobody spit in it while I was in the store. All right, let's walk down this street and see what else we can see. They have a Zoltar. If you've ever seen the movie Big, you might recognize that machine. T-shirt special. $10 for a Scottsdale, Arizona t-shirt. All right, let's see what else we can see down here. Ooh, Zoltar is talking. If I had some money, I would buy my fortune from Zoltar, but I don't have any cash. I don't have any cash. A lot of stores in a touristy town, we would call this a touristy town, that's where a lot of tourists go. Well, a lot of the stores will sell the same items, but. So there are a lot of jewelry stores, a lot of uh, stores like we went into with the Mexican imports. Oh. So that's a place that will not let you go to the bathroom in that store, but they told you where you can find the public bathrooms. Looks like a nice restaurant here. I think it's called The Grapevine. this this looks like a really old sign probably for an old payphone that no longer exists yeah 25 cents to make a call yeah 
No more pay phones around here. Yeah, lots and lots of jewelry stores I found. That store looks a little too expensive for my taste. Looks like you had to have a lot of money to go into that store. Yeah, lots and lots of jewelry stores. I don't wear any jewelry. I have only one piece of jewelry and that's my wedding ring. But if you like jewelry and you're lots and lots of jewelry stores but if you're visiting scottsdale and you like jewelry i think you're going to be very happy look at this thing it looks like that skull i think it's a buffalo skull it would cost you forty dollars That's not bad, $6 for this blanket. I would almost buy it, but I have to fly back home and I don't think I would have any room for this blanket. Looks like there's a restaurant here. I just saw some people I know. They have dollars all over the wall. It looks like you can uh, pay a dollar to leave a message on the wall. You might want to rewind that back and uh, look at some of the messages because I don't want to talk about <laughs> what some of those dollar bills said, but you can rewind and uh, figure it out for yourself. Th this is a family channel. We're not going to talk about some of those dollar bill messages. Good time tattoo. Should I get a tattoo so we remember our trip to Arizona? Uh, I don't think so. I, I'm not a tattoo guy, but if you are a tattoo guy or tattoo girl, looks like you're in luck. All right, the tattoo artist, his name is Glenn. He said we could film in there. So if you're ever in Scottsdale and you want to get a uh, tattoo, Come see Glenn at Good Time Tattoo. Those are the hours. Don't come on Monday and Tuesday. Glenn is closed, but 12 to nine, the other days, he's open. So, $100 minimum. That means no matter how small the tattoo is, it's at least $100. Smells good in here. There's some incense burning.
And there's some music playing that uh, will probably get me demonetized, but we'll, we'll block that out. I should get that tattoo on my back to show how much I love the United States. We'll do it next time. All right, I wonder how much that tattoo, I'll go ask him off camera and then I'll come back out and tell you how much would that tattoo cost if I wanted that American tattoo on my back. All right, Glenn has agreed to be on camera and talk about the process. If I wanted this on my back, I won't. But if I wanted this on my back, maybe you do. Show how much you love America, he's gonna tell us. All right, so a piece like this, I would say with all the color and everything, you're gonna be looking somewhere around five hours worth of work. So the way we do it here, it's 150 an hour. So if you did five hours of work, that's 750. You could always split that up into sessions. So you could do the outline and all the black shading and then come back in a couple weeks and do all the color. Helps kind of break it up for pain wise and money. Um, so that's kind of gives you a couple options there as far as how to how to do that. All right, man. Thanks so much, Glenn. Oh. So come see Glenn at Good Time Tattoo. You want a tattoo? That's not bad. So we're looking at $750 or something like that yeah. for a piece of art that will last you the rest of your life. Yeah, forever. It's a pretty small price to pay. All right, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, we're getting to some modern chains, uh, Haagen-Dazs and Jersey Mike's. Let's end it here. Hope you learned some good English. Hope you saw a little bit of Scottsdale, Arizona. If you're looking for more English, take a look right up there. I did an English lesson at the Grand Canyon. Thanks for watching. See you next time. What is going on, everyone? Hope you're doing well. Looks like we're live. I hope everything sounds okay. In today's English lesson, we are going to talk about some of the most difficult words in English. So the next time you try to say them or the next time you try to read them, hopefully you will not struggle. You won't have any trouble. We're going to go over quite a few of them today. This is part two of a lesson I started about a month ago. And unfortunately, my microphone, it's right over there, cut out on me. It stopped working. So I'm not using it today. Hopefully this sounds okay to you. Before we go too far, however, I got to give a yoge. Got to give a huge shout out to Amina for her super chat. Thank you so much, Amina. I got a little something for you. And she also asked a question. So we're going to do a different lesson. But because Amina gave such a generous super chat, 
as she often does. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let's talk about her question. But before we do that, here's a little something for you, Amina. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. All right. Very, very generous. Let's take a look at what Amina said. Well, first of all, she said, hello, Brent. She said, hello, Brent. The next thing she said, let me get rid of this. The next thing she said was, the reason I want to learn English is to be able to communicate with people better, especially at my work and when I go out to the store. Now, we, I know it's Tim Hortons. It's Tim Hortons. And she says, thank you so much for teaching us. I really appreciate you. And I, I appreciate you, Amina, and I appreciate everyone who is watching because I know there are a lot of amazing English teachers here on YouTube and you are choosing to watch me. So thank you so much. She also has this question. What does seized mean in law? What does seized mean in law? Seized, made a couple banners here. Seized, that means like to take, to take. But there's another part to seized because they could take it, the government or the bank, they could take it and maybe hold it until somebody serves time in jail or somebody uh, pays money back, something like that. The bank, this is where I hear seized quite a bit. Again, think take, but the bank could seize your car if you miss a payment on your loan. So they, they, they may never give it back. Seize could mean you never see that car again. But so I hope that helps, Amina. Again, thank you. Very generous. Very generous. Say hi to a couple other people here. Audie. Audie is here. Hey, um, could have. Could you? Oh, okay. Um, a lot of times in English, we will say could have instead of could have. But that's a different thing. That's a different thing. Who else is here? Audie's here. Constantine, welcome. Welcome. Nicole is here. And in the trailer, in the little preview lesson before we started, I did ask, hey, why are you learning English? Nicole says, I want to travel. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I love traveling. Ario is here from Indonesia. Build a friendship with countries like the USA. All right. Love it. Maria's here. How are you, Maria? Hope you're doing well. Stacy, welcome. Jake is here. Hope everyone is doing well. Hey, Jamie Watson. I know her. Freddie Wolf. 
from France. Welcome, Oleg. I hope everyone is doing well. You know what, Manuel? You're in luck. We haven't quite started the actual lesson. Amina, thank you so much. Had to talk about her question first because of the generous super chat. But what do you say? We get started with the lesson. These are the most difficult words in English because they are spelt the same way, letter for letter. But they're pronounced differently and they have different meanings. That's just awful. Just awful. Daniel's in the house. Welcome, Daniel. Daniel is a good follow on Instagram. He is taking a lot of good pictures. Hey, Weola, welcome. Welcome, Henry. All right, I got to keep going. Hey, Dong Dong TV, welcome, man. Welcome. Let's get to that lesson, Danny. I could, I could say hi. I, I love this part of the week because for so long, I'm answering comments, but I don't actually get to answer them in real time. So it's uh, so nice to see people in the chat. I know you're watching me, Danny, France. I hope France is treating you well. All right. Jeez, more. All right. Hopefully everybody's around me. How are you? All right, let's get to the lesson here. Gee, but then got to say hey to Sam. Hey, Sam. Welcome. Yulia, how are you? Oh, my goodness. That would not help your English very much, would it? If I just said hello to everybody in the chat for an hour. No. You are here to learn English. I need to do my job. So let's do it. Let's do it. First thing we're going to talk about is dessert. No. Wait. Yes, that's wait. That is that is dessert. But that's also dessert. And that's desert. Oh my goodness. English, why do you have to be so difficult? Well, I have a sentence here that I hope will help you. It's right here. It uses all three of those words. Let's read it, shall we? The soldier decided to desert his tasty dessert in the desert. Three words there. They look almost the same. Two of them are pronounced the same way. One of them isn't. All right. The soldier decided to desert. Let's talk about dessert. Dessert means to leave, but the person who was left is in a bad place. If you look at this picture here, it looks like a man is leaving a woman and she looks upset. In English, we have something called a deadbeat dad. A deadbeat dad deserts his family. We don't really have deadbeat moms, right? The moms will usually stay with the children 
It's the dads who are horrible, awful people. They will leave their family and then the mom will become a single mom and she won't have as much money and she might struggle. So in our sentence, it's a little bit funny. The soldier decides to desert his dessert. So he decides to leave his dessert. This is dessert. I mean, they are spelled differently, but pronounced the same way. Desert, desert. They are spelled the same way, but pronounced differently. Desert, hey, I did make a lesson. I might have another one too. I have made a couple English lessons in the desert recently. One has come out, a hotel in the desert. There was tumbleweed and everything. If you have seen that lesson, you know what tumbleweed is. The desert. Dessert. Dessert. You all know what dessert is, right? Come on. You do. I know you do. It's that tasty little after meal thing. You have your dinner and then you have the sweets. You might have cupcakes. You might have cakes. You might have cookies. In that picture, those are cupcakes, little cakes. You probably knew that. Any questions on that sentence? That is a tough sentence. I will read it one more time. The soldier decided to desert his tasty dessert in the desert. Let me check the chat. Good teachers will always check with their students. Do you have any questions about that sentence? Hmm. All right. Hey, Hansa, I agree. I agree. Dear sir, Mr. Teacher, thank you. Makes me sound very professional. I think that English is the most important language in the world. Thanks a lot. I also agree, which is why I love teaching it. If I can make somebody's English a little better so they can travel, so they can get a better job, so they can make more friends, uh, that's why I do it. Oleg. No, I'm sorry, Okay. From Turkey. I think I'm going to be making some minimum. I think. Some shushuka. I know it's a little different, but uh, minimum from Turkey. It looks so good. I think we will do a cooking lesson with minimum from Turkey. It's a dish from Turkey. We will go over English terms we use for cooking while I make that dish. My favorite dessert I got to go ice cream, I think. Now, in the winter, no. But in the summer, ice cream. Chocolate, ice cream. What's your favorite dessert? Please write it in the chat. Is that something we can all agree on? Dessert? 
is the best part of the meal. Um, there was a restaurant that Jamie, my wife, and I used to go to. We don't go there as much. But right when you walk in, there was a sign that said, life is short, eat the dessert first. I like that idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Any questions on this sentence? I see a lot of people chatting, which is great. Ron, how are you? Yeah, minimum. No? Okay. Baklava. I have been looking up recipes for baklava. Olga is a member. We have been talking in the members' discord about nuts. I said cashews are my favorite nuts, but pistachios are second. I will be making baklava. I promise. Soon. Minimum first. Baklava. The dessert. Baklava is one of my favorite desserts. It is so sweet. My teeth hurt. But it's such a good hurt. It feels so good to eat baklava. Baklava. Oh, that could be. That could be, Stacy. Maybe that's why the soldier deserted his dessert. He dropped it in the sand. Can you imagine dropping baklava in the sand? It's so sticky. You will never get the sand out of your baklava. You would have to desert it. You really would. You would have to desert it. Now that's, I could go for that. If you like something, if it sounds good, you could say, mm, I could go for that. I could go for that right now. Brownies with cream cheese frosting. Mm. There's a bakery not too far from my house. The best thing they make, brownies. So those are chocolate. But then they have a raspberry cream cheese frosting. We need to do an English lesson on just desserts. Okay? Coming up. Coming up. Yeah. Manual. That's my struggle. I love sugar. Why can't sugar be good for you? If it was, I would be the healthiest English teacher ever. I would like to be fit as a fiddle. I stepped on the scale this morning and thought, hmm, I need to cut out that sugar. Or cut, let's talk about what Manuel just said. I said cut out. That means to get rid of, to stop eating. If I cut sugar out of my diet, no more sugar. What Manuel said is cut down. So that would just mean less. Not to get rid of, not to eliminate less. That's probably a good idea. Cut down on the sugar. All right, let's move on to the next one. I don't see any more questions. Oh, I look at that. Yawin, chocolate cake. Hard to go wrong with chocolate cake. Hard to go wrong. That picture is just little chocolate cakes right there, right? Cupcakes are just little cakes. 
<laughs> yeah, baklava is only sugar. It really is. In English, we call it filo dough. It's filo dough, really like thin layers of dough and sugar, right? Maybe some pistachios in the middle. That's it. No sweet tooth. Hmm. But a little smile there, which makes me think maybe you do have a sweet tooth. I certainly do. I do not know. Banica. Is that how you say it? Bulgarian. Traditional dessert. Jamie and I would love to visit Bulgaria. I want to go to Sofia. I want to go to the Black Sea for vacation. Dr. Luke from Poland. I'm not sure if he is in the chat. He is a channel member. He goes to Bulgaria. He sent me some pictures last summer. I want to go to Bulgaria. Okay, says, I am addicted to sugar. My man, my man. I can't cut it out after having dinner. I agree. I agree. Okay. Danny says, in France, many people eat cheese and baguettes for dessert. So, no sugar here, Brent. Well, that's probably why the French live longer than Americans. I think uh, France and Japan both have some of the longest life expectancies. So, on average, the French... And the Japanese live longer than Americans. Hey, life is short. Eat dessert first. All right. I need to uh, get back. Okay, Freddie Wolf from France. You will know baklava because I will make it on the channel. Dr. Luke is here. Maybe one day Dr. Luke and I will meet on the shores of the Black Sea in Bulgaria. All right. Let's get back to the, let's get back to the lesson. Let's get back to the lesson. The next sentence here is, get rid of this. We'll focus on this here. Since there is no time like the present, he thought it was time to present the present to his girlfriend. Again, we have three words here that are the exact same, three different meanings, two different pronunciations. Since there is no time like the present, he thought it was time to present the present to his girlfriend. Okay. Now, if English is really new to you, you might not be able to hear the difference between those two pronunciations. So I will slow down and focus on those. Let's get some pictures. It's always helpful to see pictures. The first one has to do with time. Since there is no time like the present. There is no time like the present. So we could talk about the past. That was yesterday. We could talk about the future, that's tomorrow, or the present, right now. We are all 
living in the present. You are watching this live stream. Unless you're watching the replay in the future or you're listening to the podcast. Present day, right now, the present, not the future, not the past. Next one, though, is present. And that's a verb. Present. You are giving something to somebody, presenting them. But it's a little bit bigger than just giving. So you could give somebody a cupcake, but you're not presenting them the cupcake. Right now, I am presenting this lesson to you. I am giving this lesson to you. You might present an award to someone. So it's a special kind of giving. If you wanted to get married, you might present a ring to the person you want to marry. So present, it's giving, but it's a a little bit of a bigger deal than just giving. So since there is no time like the present, he thought it was time to present. You hear the difference there? Present, present. Present, right now, present, present, present. Now he is presenting the present to his girlfriend. And a present. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's just a gift. Okay? That's not too bad. You might receive a present for your birthday. That makes sense, right? So, present, present, present. The first and the last are pronounced the same way. Present, present, present. Hope that helps. Let me check the chat. See if there are any questions. Okay. Manual. Present. Currently. Right now. To present. Yeah, you could. You could introduce yourself. It's like you're giving yourself. You might present yourself in front of an audience. Good one. Yeah. No problem with the present, right? We all know that. Present. Gift. Thank you. Manual, nicely done. Why those lessons are confusing. Yeah. The first one, the first lesson was called the 20 most difficult sentences in English. These are part of that lesson. Just my microphone cut out. I'm on vacation this uh, this week from school. So... I'm working on this guy. All right. Freddie Wolf. Great question. 
Are gifts and presents the same level for giving something to somebody? I think so. I don't think a gift is any more special than a present or the other way around or vice versa. So they're the same level. Gifts and presents, yeah. Hey, let's say a car. Somebody was going to give a gift of a car or a present. Is it, ooh, I don't know. Maybe gift is a little better, but not much. You can use them interchangeably. Yeah, good question. Good question. What's this? Present in the Kimmet. What is that? What does that mean? Wait, hang on. Oh, okay. Sorry. Present in the moment. That is another way to say that. Be present with your family. Yes. It's a good call, Jamie. Um, I think Jamie is going to join me on a live stream soon. If you would like Jamie to join me in a live stream soon, please let her know. Just say yes in the chat. If you would like Jamie to come on a live stream. It's been a while, but she is also a teacher. All right. Hey, Manuel, the best present is being alive. That's 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 true. Hard to disagree with that, right? <clears throat> All right. So a few yeses. I'm hoping somebody would say no. But so far, quite a few yeses. Okay. Okay. Quite a few. Quite a few. Yes. All right. Yes. So, yeah, Jamie and I will talk and we will try to get a live lesson going here soon. All right. Well, that's, that's very nice. Hey, you do not have to give me a present. You are here watching this lesson. That means a lot to me. So thank you so much. What do you say? We do another sentence. Is it, is it too tough? Maybe we need to stop. These are difficult. These are difficult. Learning English is difficult. It takes a lot of time. And like I said, these are some of the most difficult English sentences. Let's do another one. Let's see what we got here. Oh, no. So we have, that's a fish right there. We pronounce that bass. That is a bass. Let's get rid of this thing for a minute. Now that's a bass. Bass. So there is a bass drum there and there is a bass guitar. B-A-S-S. Bass, bass. Why? I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of what you have to say when you're learning English. You might ask your teacher, hey, teacher, why are these pronounced differently? I don't know. Now, one problem with English is that English has been influenced by many different languages. A lot of French influence, a lot of Greek influence. So 
and, and we didn't change the spelling. Our sounds don't match the spelling. Let's take a look at a sentence here. Hopefully this isn't too bad. A bass was painted on the head of the bass drum. So basically that is saying a fish was painted on the head of a bass drum. Can I? I don't know. So that white part of the drum is what we call the head. I actually have a, I have a drum set behind me. Let's see, can I do that? Uh, yeah, there we go. This is the drum head. That's the drum head. I need new drum heads. I just, I just beat on those drums. But that's the head of the drum. All right. So that's the head of the drum. A bass, a bass was painted on the head of the bass drum. That might be our easiest sentence of the day. There's just two there. Two. Bass. 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 Any questions on that? Let's see here. Any questions? So, some yeses. Jamie, Jamie, if you're still watching, I think you need to think you need to go on a live stream. Hey, Jake, right now, I don't have time to answer any other questions besides this lesson. We did make one exception for Amina because of her very generous super chat. Oh, man. That makes me happy to hear. Glad to see you live again. Your streams don't let me fall out from English. Not for a minute. Awesome. Thank you so much. So it's Jamie would love to. We are on vacation this week. So we're going to try to set up a day, set up, plan, set up a day when Jamie and I can go live together. It might be next Saturday, but it might be in the middle of the week. Maybe you can watch on replay. Let's see. Oh, now Freddie Wolf says, hey, could you one day play something on your drum? It would be amazing. Now, Freddie, since you are a channel member, if you look at the members only videos, there is a video of me playing the drums. All right, Manuel, sort of a fish. Really? Really? Okay, let's talk about that for a second. Because I've talked about cashews and pistachios. Those are different kinds of nuts. Now we're talking about a bass, which is a kind of fish. Now, if you are studying English and you're new to English, as long as you know fish, as long as you know nut, I think that's fine. If you want to get more advanced, then you can learn bass, trout, salmon. But if you're just starting with English, 
you probably can't keep up with this lesson. But I don't think you should spend a lot of time studying different types of fish, different types of birds. I did get a question on the Grand Canyon um, lesson. What's the difference between a raven and a crow? I did a short on my other channel, but a raven is just kind of like a big crow. Now, I'm sure somebody who studies birds will say, no, their beaks are different. You know, the beak of a bird is like their nose, beak, B-E-A-K. But to this guy who doesn't know a lot about birds, a raven is a big crow. It's probably more complicated than that. All right, sort of fish. I have no idea where it grew up. All right. Sidetracked. It's a good word. Distracted. I don't want you to get sidetracked, but I wonder, whoa, I, I don't know. Epicurean. I have no idea. I have no idea. But a foodie is somebody who likes food. All right. Let's do this. Another one. It's not too bad, right? A, ba a bass was painted on the head of a bass drum. That's not bad. That's not bad. How about this one? Is this bad? I don't know. When I shot at the dove, speaking of birds, it dove into the bushes. It's kind of mean. Shooting at a bird. Unless you're going to eat it, I guess. Sorry to all of the vegetarians out here. If you are a vegetarian, you probably don't like the idea of eating a bird. Vegetarian is a person who does not eat meat. So when I shot at the dove, it dove into the bushes. Let's get a couple pictures out here. Dove, beautiful bird, all white. In a future lesson that I made in the desert, a dove actually appears, but it's not a white dove. It's not a white dove. It's a, a gray dove. That is dove. That's how we pronounce that, the bird. This is dove. Dove. It's the past tense of dive. Hopefully that's not too bad. Again, we just have two in this sentence. Dove. Dove, past tense of dive, D-I-V-E. You can dive into the water, just like this person is in the picture. Looks like she dove. If this happened yesterday, we would say she dove into the water. Sup? Sup, how you doing? Game over. I remember you. Game over. Wait. Oh, what about pigeon? Yeah, pigeons are different. Pigeons are different animals. Uh, I wish I had a picture. But like I said, don't worry too much about the different birds unless you are just a very advanced speaker. 
If you go to Venice, Italy, or New York City, the birds you will see there, we call pigeons in English, okay? Doves are a little different, a little more rare, especially those white ones from that picture. Like, I'm not sure I've ever seen a white dove in person. Yeah, Freddie Wolf. I'm not sure if this is just in English or the United States, but often a white dove is a symbol of peace. A white flag is a symbol of surrender. So yeah, white, at least in English, it often means peace. Yeah, the color. And a white dove represents peace. Absolutely. No, I, hey, Manuel, I'm not, I, I would never, I would never shoot at the dove, but I'm sure, I'm sure if I had a gun and I was shooting, I would miss it. I am not good at shooting guns, but yeah, the the dove would get away. It would be, uh, it would be able to dive into the bushes pretty easily. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot about birds, but I think doves and pigeons, at least in English, are a little different. Can I tell you why? No, no. I just know that pigeons, okay, in the United States, at least, when I say someone, um, has pigeons on their lawn, People probably wouldn't care. Like, eh, who cares? Pigeons. But if they had doves on their lawn, like, whoa, those are rare birds. Maybe I want to see those doves. But they're a little different. Pigeons are known for going to the bathroom everywhere in New York City. Oh, now, should I should I do a... Should I do a lesson on birds? Probably not. But the cardinal, now that is a red bird. We could probably put a picture. Um, Beautiful bird. Now, because, look at this. I think I can share this. Thank you, Layla. Thank you. And thank you for being a channel member. Um, I think I can share this here. Because this is late spring right now, it is late spring, some people think that when you see a cardinal, there you go, that red bird, beautiful bird, in my opinion, when you see a cardinal, that is the first sign of spring. When you see a cardinal, that red bird outside, that means to some people, spring is near. And it is. Beautiful bird. Beautiful bird. All right. Pretty bird. Okay, let's get rid of that. Because what I want to do now is I I have to leave soon. What I want to do now is pick 
a number for the postcard. I think on Monday on the community tab, I put a picture of this postcard and I said, if you would like a postcard, put a comment. And I think 54, 58, 58 people did that. So before we leave here, I would like to pick a number at random. Now there is a number on the screen already that that doesn't count. That was already there, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit that generate button and it will show us a number and that person will win a postcard. I will send them a postcard. So let's pick that number right now. It is number 38, 38. So what I am going to do is I'm going to look back at that post and write to the person who had number 38, say, please send me a private message on Instagram and I will send you a postcard. I'll send you a postcard. I cannot thank you enough for joining me on this lesson. I hope it was fun. I hope you learned a little something. Amina, again, one more time, very generous super chat. Thank you so much, Amina. That really means a lot. It means a lot that you joined this chat. Thank you. 63 people in here. That might be the most we've ever had for my tiny little channel. So thank you so much. My son is playing hockey. I need to go, but maybe next Saturday we will continue with these very difficult English lessons. I have a few more. Thank you so much. See you soon. Adios.